Hi, welcome to Praise FM. Thank you so much for joining our service today. We are super excited to have you here with us. God bless you as you listen. Amen. Hi, welcome to Praise FM. Thank you so much for joining our service today. We are super excited to have you here with us. God bless you as you listen. Amen. King of glory, God Almighty, I thank you for this special privilege that you have given unto me to be able to be here to share your word with your people. But I ask at this moment that the entrance of the word bring it life. The entrance of the word bring it hope. The entrance of your word bring it upliftment. Father, as your people will listen unto you now, I pray that your lives shall be transformed. In the name of Jesus Christ. I am standing as a vessel. I have no words of my own to offer. I pray thee, Lord, let the Holy Spirit minister down to me that I may speak to your people what thou hast given unto me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Sit down on your enemy's head. Can you give a clap offering unto the Lord? I'm going there, no man can stop me. Sing on. I'm going there. I don't know the lyrics. Sing, sing, sing. I'm going there, no man can stop me. I'm on my way. I'm going there. I'm going there, nobody can stop me. a question you have given unto me. I don't know where you are going, but I know where I'm going. There are two ways, the narrow door and the open door. A lot of us will take the open door, but some of us will take the narrow way. It is stressful. It has encumbrances. There are obstacles. People avoid it. But that way that people avoid is a good way. I urge you to take the narrow way. And as you take the narrow way, it shall be well with you in Jesus' name. I am I'm not speaking to people. I say it shall be well with you in Jesus' name. Yeah. I don't like an amen that looks, looks for a recharge card. God has already given you that power, that impetus. Shout amen. Let me hear you. Alright, now, when you're shouting amen, don't draw it so that, make it have power. Did you hear me? Let your amen vibrate with power. Today is, what's today's date? 15th. In the month of? 
Please, where is that timekeeper? My time has not started. Oh. Don't do that thing you always do. Or you confuse me. When I start preaching, you begin to count. Are you happy in the house? People are not happy. Are you happy in the house? Wow. What is happening now? You have not, I've seen this place before. True or false? In the name of Jesus. I thank the mama in the house, all the executives of uh, Chapel of Praise. I want to encourage you to keep on keeping on, and the good Lord will continue to bless you in Jesus' name. Before I start to preach, I want to make some declarations. I did ask this month is September, that right? This is the month of September. Am I speaking to people? Okay. September starts with what letter? S. And God is telling you today to shine beyond your enemies. The next letter is what? In every field of your endeavor, you will excel. Are you receiving these declarations? The next letter is what? P. P, Abi? That means you will prosper in all your endeavors. The next letter is what? T. If anybody should come to do shmeshme on your way, you will always triumph over them. The next letter is what? E. You came to this university for, with a goal in mind. You have a goal. That's why you came. Today, God is telling you that you will accept all the goals in Jesus' name. And the next letter is what? God is telling you to move forward, to get to him, and you will get there in Jesus' name. The next letter is what? The next letter is B. Already you have been blessed beyond measure. Is Jesus good? The next letter is what? You will continue to enjoy your life as you flourish in the arena of God. And the last letter is what? As we are rejoicing, that is a warning. As you are rejoicing today, don't forget God. Always remember God. As you are rejoicing, do what? Remember God. God will bless you in Jesus' name. Brethren, September before year 365 BC was the seventh month. The seventh month of the year. Who will want to dispute? Does any of us here understand French? Anybody? At least a little French in numbers. What is seven in French? That's all. It's seven. See, the year had ten months originally. Are we together? The year had how many months? One full year was how many months? Respond. What is happening? Oh, you are not interested in that. 
I should preach and go. A man called Numan Pontilus, when he became the governor of Rome, added two other months. That was January and February. Before that time, the first month of the year was March. And you come from March, you see that September is what? The seventh month. Are you blessed? Are you blessed? Clap hand for Jesus. People are looking at me because I did not appreciate you. I want you to help me welcome your friend now. Tell your friend, I am glad I am sitting beside you. Ask him, are you glad you are sitting beside me? Be serious. Tell him, be glad. Because I know you will need me someday. Say, be glad. Tell that next person, be glad. Because you will need me someday. Behave, be careful how you treat me. It could be I am your landlord. Be careful how you treat me. It could be I am your boss. Be careful how you treat me. So that by the time you come to me, I can bless you. Tell your friend I love you. Say you are a real dime. Say hi, prince. Say hi, prince. Say hi, princess. You are blessed. Do you have your Bible with you? Lift it up. Let me see. So this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I believe in the word of God. I believe what he says I am. And I am what he says I am. It says I can do all things. Therefore, I believe I can do all things. It says I am the head. Therefore, I am the head. This morning, this morning, as the word of God is coming, I'll be blessed. This morning, as the word of God is coming, I'll be empowered. I love the word of God. I cherish the word of God because there is nothing like the word of God. Kiss your Bible for me. Hallelujah. Are you up in the house now? All right, all right, all right. Brethren, I want to tell us that the month of September is a month of finality. Finality. Final. You see, let me give you a hypothetical example. Like in Aquaibom State University, when we start the year, those of us that are working, you begin to work continually. When it comes to the month of September, your work will be oppressed to see whether you'll be elevated or you'll be brought down or allowed to remain stagnant. So that this month is a month of judgment. And your case, God has already judged. That is why I say you will triumph in September in the name of Jesus. You have gone back to the old way. That is not the old way that I want. When I declare, say, 
Amen. Did you hear me? Alright. In this month of September, every enemy that resides against you, that says they have wings to destroy you, God will destroy them in Jesus' name. That's right. That is the event that I want. Vibrating. And when the devil hears that, he will do what? Flee. God bless us in Jesus' name. Give me that old time religion. Give me that. Give me that. Come on, come on. Give me that. Oh, give me that. Give me, give me that old time religion. That old time religion. Oh, give me that old time religion. Is good. I say it was good for Frank Ayang. It was good for Sister Mommy. It was good for all of us here. Yeah. It is good enough for you. I say, give me that. Give you, give me that. I say, give me that old time. 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 Hallelujah. Yes, I was told that today is the old way that we are coming to. And if you want to take an appraisal of the old ways, the way our parents behave, Apart from the religion, the practice, you know, you see that they had a decent life, natures that were admirable, that were acceptable, that were good enough. But when you look at this generation, you begin to wonder, where are we heading to? God will help us in Jesus' name. The old time was a good time. And thank God you said today you are remembering the old time. I am coming with the message of the old time. Those of us that used to see me, listen to me, I don't just give you messages like that. I teach you things that will be beneficial to you. When I know, you see, there are categories, there are segments. There are places I will go, I won't talk about such what I'm going to tell you. And there are places I will go, the message is different. Why? Because of the, we preach according to congregation so today's message is one that has to do with the old time having said that timekeeper you can start today's message like I said is not that which you never heard but I am going to approach it using three theories by the grace of God, I have been given the power to talk gargantually. That is, I will talk with an open mouth because I have the authority from you. You have given me the, that power of authority to address you today. So whatever you take, I am the GOC. You have to take it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We read from... Proverbs chapter number 13. 
Please open your Bible to Proverbs chapter number 13. We are going to read it, all of us together. Are you there? In case you cannot quickly find Proverbs 13, go to the last book of your Bible, the book of Revelation. When you go there, begin to find out, open and open. I want to believe that by the time this service is over, you must have gotten to Proverbs chapter number 13. Hallelujah. I want us to stand together on our feet and we read only verse 20. Proverbs 13 and verse 20. Are you there? Any version of the Bible that you have, read it together. One, two, go. He that walketh with the wise men shall be wise. Holy there. He that does what? Will be? Is that an old saying? Does this have something to do with the old time? Okay. Let's continue. But a companion of fools. Please read it well. But a companion of fools shall be destroyed. If you are reading the, the, if you are using King James Version, that's what it says. A companion of fools shall be do, done what? Destroyed. But he that walketh with the wise shall be. Sit down on your enemy's heads. God bless you. Can you hear your enemies crying? When you sat there with the power of God. Hallelujah. Brethren, we want, I want to discuss with us on the topic we can, you can give it any title. You can give it any title. Please, make sure you write something. You can give it any title. But I have decided, thank God, when mommy, uh, mama was, before she left this place, she mentioned that particular thing I want to talk about. Part of it. Today, in case somebody takes you out and asks you, how was service? Don't say the service was super. It was sweet. Tell him what, tell him or her what was preached. So we are going to talk about your company and your destiny. Clap on for Jesus. Your company and your Jesus Christ. It's only, we don't only have church this way. What happens to this way? Old age. Your company and your company and your destiny. Your company and yes. Those two words are very familiar, isn't it? We all know what company is. But if somebody asks you what is the company, I am not talking about that cellular company that like we have the syringe company. I'm not talking about the uh, coconut. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about the matches or the pencil. The company I am talking about now is the association. It's somebody you go with. Somebody you rely on. Somebody that your heart feels for. At times you cannot stay without that person. 
I remember I preached once here and talked about friendship and types. Some of you that were here, you can remember I talked about types of friendship. We had companion, we have comrade, we have frenemies, we had all of them. And I discussed. So today, I am talking about that close person, the association, the person you like to work with, the person that is your confidant, the person that you can do without seeing. Are you hearing me? So, then, what I'm trying to say is that you are company. Okay? Let me define destiny. We know what destiny is. You don't know. Destiny is, call it your end point. Your future. Your future. All this we are doing, like you are in school, hustling, doing all this. What will be your end? What lies before you? What are you aiming to achieve? Your destiny. So, your company and your destiny. And I am saying that your company has a great role to play on your destiny. Whoever you company with determines what accompanies you. Whoever you follow determines what follows you. Association fuels assimilation. I don't know whether you're understanding me. Please, if you don't get what I'm saying, let me begin to break down. I don't want to dwell on it because of time. But anyone that you don't understand, I'll be able to break it down. What am I trying to say? God has created us with a good destiny. God has a good plans for all of us here. None, none of us here is a second class citizen. We are specially and wonderfully men. God created us in his image. In the book of Corinthians, he says we are his ambassadors. That he has taken us out from darkness into what? Light. Don't worry, you have time to jollificate, but this is the most important time. I want you to listen to me very carefully. God loves all of us here. And somebody may ask me, why is it that we are having problems? The problems they are having is because of you. God has good plans as his image that he created us in his likeness. We are not supposed to have problems. We should be standing in whatever we do. But ask me, how do you know that God loves me? God loves you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, My thoughts towards you. Some patient says, My plan towards you are good plans. Plans that will take you to your El Redado. Your El Dorado is standing there. God has prepared it. It's for you to step in, walk in. 
the way you are walking in will determine what you will get. My plans towards you are that of good and not of evil. To give you what? An expected end. That is your destiny. But it is you that destroy your destiny. And one of the factors that helps you to destroy your destiny is what I am talking about. When we're talking about destiny, you can preach destiny for three months. It's very broad. Very, very broad. But I am just today talking about just one out of all, which is your company, your companion. A companion is one that accompanies you. Your associate is the one that you associate with. It's your friend. You cannot be a child of God, born again Christian, and then you begin to go and fellowship or have anything to do with cultists. It's an abomination. You cannot be somebody that fire is blowing and then you go and garbage. You see garbage. Take yourself into that garbage and fire will not burn that garbage out. It's not possible. Once you have that fire in you, whenever, see, light repels darkness. When there's light in you, by the time you walk into where darkness is, will that darkness appear? It will disappear. Like this, this auditorium now, if we up the light, there will be darkness. Assuming we close all the doors. But once light comes in, will that darkness be? Will that darkness be? It will not be. So you cannot be a child of God and we want to see that you are a close associate. It's a cultist. You cannot be a child of God and see that you are a close associate. It's involved in adultery or fornication. You cannot be a child of God and you see that your best friend is a terrible liar. You get one truth out of it. Those things help to spoil you. There is an adage that says, show me your friend and I will tell you what you are. You don't have to be annoyed. I'm speaking from the Bible. Even if it touches you, it has, it's a corrective measure. I won't come, if it's a day that I will come to, you know, dance, jollificate and bless you. Alright, today we are talking about the old time. The old time. You cannot be a child of God and you refuse to respect your elders. What type of child of God are you? The purpose of the university creating this chapel is to gather you and put you on the right foot. And I've always been saying that whoever is in this chapel is highly favored. You are favored above others. There is no how you enter here. You are just seeing it in the canal eye. But the God that is in this place, when you enter here and pray regarding any problem, it is settled. So ladies and gentlemen, what I am saying is that whenever you associate with your friend, 
that is of evil. There is that likelihood that the grace of God will depart from you. We have two things. There's what they call causes, curses. And the only thing that can replace a curse is the blessings of God. There is no how you go into abominable act and you think that you will receive the blessings of God. No. If you worship God in the way that he has given unto us, faithfully, sincerely, and according to how he has admonished us to do, you don't need to struggle much. Me, I don't pray much prayers. I don't pray much prayers. Whatever I do, is controlled by God. When I come out in the morning, Lord, have your way. He's the one to direct me on what to do. So whatever comes to me, I don't take it as something that is so serious. I believe God. God, God wants it that way. And he that is with me is greater than them that are in the world. He's always fighting my battles. I remember the last time I came, I talked about the battles of life. Hallelujah. Are we together? There is a song that we used to sing. I don't know. Sacred songs and solos. Number 904. I know that when I came here. The Sunday school director. Where is he? He talked about. The relationship between David and. Uh, Jonathan, where's my friend? He has run away. All right, God bless you, sir. That should, that type of friend, that is a type of friend you should have. A covenant friend. A friend who is sincere to you. Not a friend that will lure you into abominable acts. Please, can we take that song? Brother me, SSS, SS and S904. There's no other friend like Jesus.
prayed like Jesus? Can you compare human beings to Christ? Now, let me ask you a question. That your friend that you know, you love too much, how do you know him? How do you know her? Darkness and light can never come together. And that is why in the book of Corinthians he said, Be ye separated. Be ye separated. Don't be equally yoked. I said that assimilation fuels, association fuels assimilation. By the time you begin to work with somebody that smokes cigarettes every day, you don't smoke, but we say, Come, oh boy, let's go out, go to a corner, take a pipe. Maybe the other one that is wrapped in paper, light it. One day, you'll be forced to say, Let me see how this thing is like experience. Yeah, I like talking about myself. Oh. I lived in a corrupt environment. Association. People that were with me. I don't know whether they thought of anything good. Not apart from killing. But every ungodly act they perpetrated. So one day I used to see them smoke cigarettes. Smoke, smoke, smoke. I was forced one day, let me test. <laughs> you know, they would smoke it the way they would remove the smoke. When they pipe it, they would remove the smoke in a way that, you know, at times it would go three, three rays. At times this side. At that, I said, okay, <laughs> let me try this cigarette and see what is in this cigarette. I'm trying to tell us that association fuels assimilation. I want you to understand that. So what I got, I didn't do it in their presence, so I just took, there was a cigarette somebody smoked half of it and left. I took it secretly to the toilet, put matches, you know, put it in my mouth. I just, what happened? The thing stinked my tongue. I had to remove it and throw it away. I said, how are they enjoying this thing? Now, if I have persisted, Maybe I would have been prone to it. But God didn't want me to go that way. And I was out of it. Hallelujah. So, whenever, if you see a friend that is doing things that are not godly, please, if you advise him to go out of that, you have saved your soul. But if you don't want to advise him because you don't want to lose that friendship, and he continues in that act, you will be blamed. You have to tell him what you are doing is not right. Go out of it. Once you do that, he likes to do, go out of it. He doesn't like, you are free. You have discharged your own obligation. Brothers and sisters, I want to encourage us. Do you really know the friend you are accompanying with? Do you know him? How much of him do you know? Those things he likes to do. That you know is not in line. It's not in line. Do you tell him to do away with it? Or you don't want, you're afraid, you don't want to lose your friendship. 
English. Even in our houses, we have younger ones. I've looked at this congregation, I don't see people that have, not all of us have children. But I want to say something, but that my experience has been that mothers are really responsible. Some mothers, not all. Some mothers are really responsible to spoiling of their children. They pamper them. They are afraid to talk. Let it be that in the house is only that son, one son. All others are female. Nobody will want anything to tamper with that son. They fear the son. I'm talking from experience though. I'm talking from experience. What I'm telling you, I'm talking from experience. They'll be afraid to say anything that will even make the son to be angry. They pamper him to spoil him. It's not the best. Before a female child starts doing that yeye thing, most times the mother knows about, but they will cover up. I don't need to say that because you are still far from there. So what I'm trying to say is that our relationship determines our level of success. You want to climb a mountain, you begin with a step. Courageously, somebody's encouraging you. Just at the peak of it where you want to cross over. Somebody say, no, come, 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 come down, come down, come down. You come down again and begin to start from square one. That is what happens. Our parents have been teaching us to live a life that is devoid of problems. A life that is devoid of uh, uh, criticism. When they see you misbehave, whose child is that? They mention, you bring the name of your parents to disrepute. Don't forget, I said that we all here are Christ's ambassadors. We need to behave in a way that God himself will stay in heaven and say, yes, this is my beloved daughter or son with whom I am well placed. I know when somebody will say, I'm come, I've come to the university, or when you go to the university, let the university pass through you, and then pass through the university. And most of us will, will misinterpret that. No! Passing through the university, and university passing through you, is not for you to come and emulate this useless nonsense that is happening. It's for you to attach yourself to those good virtues that the university projects to build you up for a formidable man. In the future. The university is not telling you to come and join cultism. See, there is no name that was given unto heaven and earth to save, apart from the name of Jesus. 
They say, at the mention of that name, every name will do what? Bah. You saw what the songs wrote. So where are we? Somebody will intimidate you. Come. When you join, you cannot fail your test. You are, you are a lecturer who will place him to do th- Who told you? Who told you you can do that? You are wasting your time. You can't do a lecture or anything. When you don't read your books, study hard to you fail. And when you fail, you fail. No remedy. You cannot fail if you associate with people that take their studies seriously. You cannot. How do you expect to know when you don't understand? Whatever you don't know, you don't understand. And if you don't understand, you cannot confront. So you need to leave all those things that appear. People are talking to you. When you see that that friend is not a compatible friend, please avoid him. Make friend with Jesus. Let Jesus be your friend. There is a song that we speak in, we sing in Banakula. Mausanga yabong afoyoku otevam pokuem. Chapter 15, verse 33. Please, somebody to read first. First Corinthians, chapter 15, verse 33. Where are they? Ah, I thought I had Bible students here. Yeah? Please read on. As simple as that. Evil communication does what? You may come from a very good home. Your father, maybe he's a pastor. Your mother is an officer in the church. They groom you in the godly way. But you see such, such a child, oftenly I see a lot of them. They come out to become vagabonds. Why? It's because of the company. Company! When you come out to the open, you begin to behave abnormally. Evil communication. Those what? What is communication? We'll stay and discuss. Oh boy, let me go and mama was saying, check that girl. Let's go and drink. Let's go out and do. You begin to discuss things that doesn't bring glory unto God. Instead of you, the, brethren, I want you to handle this topic today. Tomorrow, 
I remember when I was a student, we used to group ourselves. When it comes to a point like this, when the exams are nearing, one of us will be a lecturer in this one, this one, and you have to set your exams. This one will say, we all participate and mark. After it, we look at it and say, wherever we fell, we correct ourselves. Does it happen now? Study groups are very good, but now study groups become occultic groups. May God forgive us in Jesus' name. Your company decides your destination. What you will be today is a step of one foot. You climb, you climb, become tomorrow. You can be a vibrant person. You go and associate with somebody that is so dull. When you want to read, it will encourage you, discourage you, sorry. Come, uh, we'll read this thing later. Your business here is to read, is to study. You don't have any other business. That is your primary number one of all. It depends on you. I want to go out with first class. It depends on you. I want to go out with the pass. It all depends on you. I want to go out with the second class. It does what? Depend on you. It is you that will decide your destiny. Your destiny is in your hands. Let me tell us one story. There is an American professor. He was a, a shepherd. He went out. And then, while with the sheep, trying to give them pasture, he saw a cop. Who knows what a cop is? A cop, C-U-B. Young lion. The man saw a young lion. He took it. Took it home and nurtured it, trained it, everything like a sheep. So the sheep now, the lion now became a sheepified lion or a idealized sheep. He grew up with the mentality of a sheep. Everything he did was sheepified. He ate grass like a sheep. He grew up with sheep. So one day, they went out to feed. As they were standing, a big lion came, ran and pursued them. All the sheep did what? Ran. And the lion, the young lion, the cop, was inside. He also followed them and do what? Ran away. The sequence went on. It came to a point in time that this cop grew up a bit to know that at least to be able to decipher the friendship between this and that. So one day as he went through where they kept water, put his face there and saw himself resembling the lion. So how? I look exactly like the lion. But then, he was tortured as a, a sheep. So as the sheep came, and as they went again the next day, all the lion, the sheep, the big lion came, and all the sheep, the one, flee away. He decided, I am not running away. 
because I look like this. Eh? And so when the big lion came, he looked at the sheep again, look at ah, this person, this sheep is like me. It has everything about me. He took the sheep. You see that, what am I trying to emphasize? The sheep with all the potentials, with all the credentials, instead of eating flesh, was not shot in the way of eating grass. And so now, it discovered itself. The big lion took the sheep, I mean the cob away, and he went on and began eating flesh. So I don't know what is limiting you. I don't know what is making you operate beyond your level. I don't know what is making you operate beyond your potentials. I don't know what is making you to operate under your possibilities. But one thing I know, I know that association, companionship, friendship, fuels assimilation. And one thing I know is that by the time you realize yourself and turn back, you get your potentials. And by the time you get your potentials, you get your destiny. Your destiny is in your hands. Wherever, however you want to do it, it's left for you. Leave bad company. Do away with bad association. Because no matter how strong you are, when you continually grab, mingle, begin to associate with these things, they are likely to change you. I want to believe God that this morning that we are talking about the old way, and the old way was ascribing the good roots, the dimensions we should follow to attain our goals in life. I've been able to. The Spirit of God has ministered to you that you change your orientation. You change your view. You change your actions and reactions and cling to what is right. And as you do that, God in His mercy shall bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to stand up. We need to pray. I like to give seven point prayers. And as I always say, you do with yourself. With the mark, confession is made unto salvation. So it is your time to ask God, I have heard what has been said. You've been giving me your word this morning. The strength, the ability, the power is not in me. It's from you. Give me the grace. Give me the grace. Give me the honor. Give me everything I need that will help me this morning. So my first prayer that I want us to pray. Are we ready?